Life is full of surprises. Some good, some not so much. Hola, it's Honey. Hola, it's Carolina. Y sabes que estar preparado para cualquier cosa es importante. Whether that's in our roles as mothers, wives, businesswomen, or podcasters. On our show Life in Spanglish, you know that being open to unexpected turns has been an important part of our success. Pero we can use some help. Oh yes, la buena ayuda is welcome. Y si pasa algo, tranquilitos. Isn't it good knowing that with a State Farm agent you can worry less because someone will be personally invested in safeguarding your goals? Plus, they have the options to talk to a real person whenever a customer needs, especially when those unexpected turns come up. It's the personalized attention you can count on. Aprende más en es.statefarm.com. Como un buen vecino, State Farm está ahí. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. If you are listening to this podcast, we are assuming that you have sat through the first hour, the first episode of Luther Series 3. It is almost two years since we last saw Idris Elba and Warren Brown together. They return tonight, Tuesday the 2nd of July, for a brand new four-part third series, which Idris has said is probably likely to be the last series on TV. It could move to film. It could move to specials. To discuss Luther with me tonight, we have the usual podcast suspects. Matt, hello. Hello, Luke. How are you? I'm fine. You've got a fondant fancy with you. I have, yeah. And a cake. What's, what's her name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's where you were going. Uh, classic comedy. And uh, providing the occasional titter, it's the big tit himself. It's Gary. Hello, Gary. <laughs> Hi there. Um, I'm, I'm a bit worried. I have just genuinely heard a noise in my loft. <laughs> Um, I'm and you're scared. hiding under someone's bed as well. <laughs> yeah, I have to. Actually, the first thing I did when I came upstairs is just. Uh, although my bed doesn't have an underneath, it's it's to the floor. I checked. I just made sure. Mine does. Mine oh. has an underneath. Mine's got drawers in it, so it'd be easy. <laughs> I'd be opening them this evening if I were you. If I'd he be can checking. get in the drawers, he's amazing. <laughs> Let's just talk. Um, Firstly, three, well, I think three of us, well, each one of us has had a different viewing experience with Luther. I saw it a couple of weeks ago with a lot of other people at BAFTA. Matt saw it on his computer through a preview service that we used. It. And oh, sorry. No, go on, you, you watched it on I the will front say, end, I watched it on a tally through my computer, so I, watched, I did actually okay. experience it on That's the tally. And Gary, because he's the, uh, the pleb amongst us that keeps us normal... Uh, watched it uh, tonight yes. with the, the, the voice, of the, voice of the public. Um, but actually, I watched. I, I, this will be my third time seeing it, and I watched it really? with my mum, and I was so excited to see her could, sort of reactions. Can and, I ask and you I a question, just, Luke? Did you still jump? Yes, I've jumped every Brilliant. single time, <laughs> even though you I knew it was coming. Um, what I think is so fantastic about Luther is um, the fact that even though we. The three of us particularly, we know the crime genre so well. Mm. And yet, it's, Luther has an atmosphere unlike any other series on TV. I just think well, the atmosphere it builds is, is fantastic. If I could just make a slight comparison, and, and I'm, I, it's not about the entire mood, I, but the, the silence 
very much reminded me of the British version of Wallander, where in particular scenes, Kenneth Branagh is just kind of standing in total, in absolute total silence. And I noticed that a couple of times this evening I, in I Luther. I think in the case of Wallander, that's often because the viewers have dropped off. Oh, we careful now, <laughs> but but I think I think that kind of that, that build you know it, it, there's not even a sound to be heard. It was brilliant in that sense. That this, mood this it was, just adds to attention. This was genuinely scary. Genuinely scary. When was the last time you were actually scared and had butterflies watching a television program that wasn't called Splash? <laughs> I mean. Well, your face sounds familiar on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't put myself through that. Matt, you you came across in an email that you wrote to me that you didn't find it as... I didn't jump at the... I, I have to fair. say, the... Are the you movie. inhuman? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot to do with... Did you watch this in the day, though, with the sunlight coming no, through no, and... No, no, evening. Okay. It, was a, it, was a, it was about around the same time it went out tonight. I think it was about half eight, nine o'clock. Um, I watched the first one, so... Um, no, I, I, I didn't have the same reaction on me, the guy coming out of the bed, I have to say. The bit that did get me, and I put this in the email as well, was the bit with the blender. That made me squirm. That was the... I, don't, I don't think the bit under the bed was, was a jump scene. I mean, you kind of slithered out from underneath, Which wasn't was the it? jump scene for you then, Gary? Well, the, the, the end bit. Because the bit oh. in, in the bit in the loft, I was... I was absolutely petrified. I was sure I that the, the edge ca- of my seat for that. But I think Luke, you were the the jump at the beginning, weren't you? In the first four minutes, that's what um, you. Well, I think my atmosphere watching it initially was very different. It was very dark. We were all sort of knew something was going to happen, and and it was extremely loud in the screening room as well. Much louder than you'd have it. Yeah. On your perhaps your telly, and the, because there'd been such silence, and because the crime genre teaches you that once somebody's in bed, they're sort of safe. You know, no one's come behind them with a knife or mm. or you know got a man. You know, at so the same time, it wasn't from? going to end well. You knew that. Yes. Yeah. So you felt uneasy. You you didn't. You felt like it was yeah. toying with you, mm. and that that's the brilliance. Again, with the. With the with the last scene that Gary referred to, it was toying with me because at first when we watched it and we see the couple in bed, we think, is he in the wardrobe? Is he watching them from the garden when he put the cat out? We just don't know. And I think actually, um, knowing the killer and seeing him beforehand mm. is a real benefit in this series. It's not yeah, really I think who done it. One one of the things is, as you say, in the first jump scene, he you're seeing he's a view from under the bed, aren't you? When she's taking her shoes off and stuff. So therefore, then when you get to that final scene, you're right. You assume he's in the wardrobe, or I kept waiting for him to kind of slither out from underneath the table outside the garden, you know, where he was hiding, you know, kind of watching them. Um, yeah. And then at the end, right at the end, you know, that whole bit about I just thought that I genuinely thought the cat was going to jump out on him. And therefore, the killer would then close the loft hatch, leave the husband upstairs, and kill the wife. But then, this is where Luther stands out. Instead, he put his head through the ceiling. <laughs> and you know, and stayed there, totally brilliantly ag- quiet, models. wrapped in cellophane, wrapped in plastic. Yeah. Endlessly quiet to the fact where you think, yeah, it's him. No, it's not because he hasn't moved. Oh, it's him. No, it's not because he's still not moving. Um, just, just edgy. You see, I mean. Good thing it wasn't, I had proper butterflies. Good thing it wasn't bubble wrap up in that loft. Yeah, yes, right. yeah. <laughs> or that he wasn't a fatter build. <laughs> they well, didn't that even say that, that If I had a criticism about the series, and we're only on episode one, 
if I had a criticism, I'm I'm already not a fan of Luther being investigated no, by I'm George Stein. Well, he he again, I, I I agree slightly with you. This very much would have benefited from a previously on Luther. It has been two years. I know the BBC have really pushed. You know, if you want to watch series two, catch up soon. I know that uh, I think um, Alibi have been showing previous series of Luther as well quite recently, but. Even I, someone who considers myself quite a Luther fan and expert, had forgotten the fact that that woman, when I saw her, I was like, ah, right. But it really could have benefited from her, you know, she was disgraced and fired by Luther at the end of the last series. It could have benefited from a little bit of a catch-up about her, why she's there. I genuinely didn't remember, I genuinely didn't remember You said the same thing to me, didn't you? You said, uh, I can't remember how she left it. I, I I remember her character being wary yeah. of Luca from the moment she came into it, didn't she? She knew yeah. that he... And she wa- she almost wanted to get Warren Brown on side straight away. And, she and... tried a couple of times mm. um, in the series, but Warren Brown... Rig- Rigby. Is it Rigby or Rigsby? Ripley. Ripley. I keep forgetting so that bit. So close, but yet so nowhere close. near. Ripley's Justin. Or... Justin. Justin. Um, I- and it, uh, Gary and, uh, seems to think he was watching Luther and Rising Dump at the same time. What a great show that would be. Um, rising Luther. Rising Luther. He might um, want to check in his wardrobes and stuff. <laughs> um, so yeah, the reason I wasn't a fan of it wasn't because... There's two reasons I wasn't a fan of it. One... Because it took us away from the action with the killer under the bed and da 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 da, which I really, really was into from the word go. And two, because police investigating police, we've seen it so often, we've seen people wearing a wire, and I have faith in Neil Cross that he'll take it in a Luther esque direction you, so that it won't be. You say we've seen it before, we haven't seen it. I mean, the guy who's now the captain of this team was originally drafted in in series one to investigate Luther, uh, wasn't I don't he? That. Female lead. Um, I feel and it, like I have to rewatch the whole series. Well, that's the thing is, it makes you re. He been in it. Has he been in it before? I don't think he's, he's been, been in, in all, it before because he's just in all in, three series. No, he's, he's been, not. I'm looking that up. You're lying ahead. to me, Gary. I've been looking at Luther today, Gary, and I don't think so. I've been looking at because I've been in writing series, a In series one or series two, I can't remember which. No. He was drafted <laughs> in to investigate Luther. No, um, he wasn't. Look <laughs> <laughs> that up. The he guy seriously wasn't. Well, go ahead, look that up while the I... Guy, I'm the guy with the gravelly voice are we talking about? The guy with the glasses who was sitting in the car in the opening scene... Oh, tell- no, 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 we're talking about two very different oh, people. Okay. We're we nearly had a, we were nearly fired. We're talking about the gravelly voice guy, Stark, who is out to set Luther up and is listening in the van oh, and da-da-da-da-da. Oh, no, no, sorry, no, no he, you're right. We He's very the- nearly had a fight there, live. Sorry, you're, you're right. He's never been in it before. I'm talking. Oh, about, thank God, Lou. I'm talking about the captain, yeah. or the, yeah. the, the senior officer, shall we call him, who gave DSU Martin Schenk, the wonderful Dermot Crowley. He originally was drafted in to investigate Luther, and he's now, you know, on Luther's side, or he trusts Luther to some extent to close cases. He's still wary of him, so that's always mm. been around in Luther. Mm. That kind of like internal investigation element. Yeah, but I, I, I know where Luke's coming from, and this was, it, it was the sort of, I know Luther is completely far-fetched, but this was the cliché bit of the of the episode, the sort of, you know, the backroom shenanigans of, in this, like, abandoned restaurant, 
with the, and the guy was just so sort of you know stereotypical of like a sort of you know I've I've been unretired so you know and Luke mm. the, at first you know he he was a dead man walking from the first time I saw his photo I mean those those lines just you know to me didn't ring true. Didn't true. know it, but, but his good luck ran out the day I heard his name. Yeah, that, that's but, it. But that's... Luther has always mixed that kind of like it has always been on that edge of unbelievability. Yeah. That, you know, you remember the scene last season where he's sitting in the back of the van with the bloke who's going to blow up the whole street. You know, there's always been that tinge of... Uh, no, really I agree happen. with that. I, what my, my point is that uh, there's not been that different degrees. Uh, yeah, like, cliche rather than, like, I mean, you could say all of Luther doesn't sort of live in the real world, but there are scenes that are sort of big and like the guy he was dangling off the building tonight i can sort of deal with that more than i can the you know the, but look at the, look at the opening scene the opening scene was batman and robin walking away with the bad guys from the blow from the from the firing building yeah. wasn't it it's, i mean it's it, was, worth it was me big. saying it's worth me saying here that uh, idris at the screening i mentioned before he did say that luther lives in a sort of yeah. a superman world he never yeah. changes his clothes for example uh, he sort of lives in a in a heightened version of the world. That's the world the, the series is set in. I think it benefits from it. What it doesn't benefit from is having a, some cliched scenes mm. that we feel like we've seen a thousand that's times. Yeah, that's my, that's, that is exactly my point. Um, uh, but, yeah, they, they, the thing is, though, with this story, this is going to be the one that goes over the four episodes, isn't yeah. it? Because you've got the, this, this um, killer one sort of wraps itself up in the in the second episode, I think. Um, whereas the the, the um, investigation will go on throughout the fall, I think. In retrospect, in um, that's not the right word, but I'm going to run with it because I can't think what the right word is. In contrast, there oh, you go. Yeah. You search long enough, you'll find it. Just, just picking I, words I, out together. I thought I was going to dislike Luther having a sort of a love interest and a romantic. Uh, twist to it this year, and I really like that element to the script mm. because it, and and it, can I throw in there to this to you in this nice early stage? Bit too convenient that you're happen to run into her that way. Do you not think? Maybe slightly, but again, it's the heightened world, and actually, it's nice to see Luther have a bit more humour in it as well. It, it yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, you don't want comedy in a show like this, otherwise it would but, turn but, into a. A gritty no. new tricks, but you know it's... the the comedy. You imagine the comedy in the other series, or the light in the other series, was definitely Alice. I know that's a bit strange for someone who you know was a serial killer, but she provided that kind of she she really kind of got at Luther, and I'm ho I know there's rumours that she's back in this series. She is back in this series. I promise. Yeah. Promise, and I, I really hope that, that this that kind of brings that out in him because you're right that there does need to be that kind of human side of him because if you're right. He does portray himself almost too like Man of Steel, you know, Dark Knight. Uh, there's, there's two questions that I want to ask you as well, and here they are. Do you think the BBC do the right thing of, of making it two two-part episodes and making us wait a week for the second part? Yes. <laughs> Second question. <laughs> what would you no, the, re the, reason I say, the reason I say this is because every other of their two-part crime dramas, Waking the Dead years ago and Silent Witness to this day, because they're the same story, they don't like to leave that gap because mm -hmm. we sort of lose the momentum and the excitement of it uh, over seven days. And I understand it's only four, so they want to get you know as many Luther time as they can, and it would be over very quickly if they didn't do that. But... 
I think it loses the momentum slightly. I and you have to wait a week. The thing is, I think with Luther as well is that it, it sort of works as that series. You've got the. It's not just a two part because you've got the sort of the bridging element of the whole four episodes as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, I believe that they're doing the right thing because there isn't much else on like this at the moment. We're not, you know, this is, the, you know, I saw an article on the Radio Times today saying that, you know, now is the summer of repeats coming up. This is, you know, good, new, vibrant television. And I think, uh, although I would agree with you that things like Silent Witness and Waking the Dead benefit from, from consecutive nights, I think now we're in a newer age. I mean, a lot more people, I think, will be watching Luther on catch-up or DVR or iPlayer. It's repeated therefore, as well, isn't it? Like, yeah, and therefore there won't, it won't matter that the next episode is next Tuesday so much, I don't think. It matters to me, Gary. Yeah, it but matters. I think you're you're in a minority in that sense now, Luke. I think. Why and so, am I always in a minority everywhere I am? <laughs> <laughs> you must not. Where does that keep us? I think you're just, you're just desperate to watch the next episode. That's the thing. I think, yeah. and that's there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with a television show that makes you go, "Wow, I, I want mean, what's yeah, the next." I I was so I did. <laughs> well, I know Matt. I know you did. Uh, can I just say as well um, that I am sceptical about turning any TV show into a film because nine times out of ten it doesn't doesn't work. Fingers what? crossed that's not the I truth of, of, men of that have worked. Can you? Can you the, the, every, uh, the Everybody Loves Raymond movie. Right. No, I don't remember it. I rest my case. And oh, that. <laughs> yeah, South Park worked, and uh, the In Betweeners worked to an extent, but a TV drama. Um, yeah. But but I would say this: if it, if it was if it was as heightened as this episode, having watched it in a group in a cinema-esque setting, I think it could work really well. And I kind of I'm intrigued if they turn it into a film. what like one big ninety-minute episode rather mm. than yeah. Episode. See, I I would say I'd be more intrigued with what you call like a TV movie. You know, not a cinema release, but a an, an episode, a long episode, ninety minutes, well, two be, hours. I have to be honest, I'll be happy whatever form it comes back in. Well, that's right. I'd get Luther action figures and write it myself if they released them. Well, we, we probably, we never, I don't know whether we talked about Luther Series 2, we were doing a podcast two years ago, but if we were, we would have sat there and gone, with Idris Elba's career taking off as it is, you know, he's been in Pacific Rim very recently and um, other movies. Sounds painful. Well, yeah. Prometheus. Uh, Prometheus, Thor. Prometheus indeed, yeah, Thor. Um, here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Would he be interested in keep doing a British TV drama? I'm glad that he is. The thing is, I th I think he he's an exec producer on the show. Yep. He's very enthusiastic about it. It's gone down really well across the world, uh, particularly in America and Australia. It's not just... I don't think he sees it as just a BBC drama. And even if he did see it like that, I don't think he sees anything bad, anything bad about it being a BBC drama. I think you drama, could definitely so. say that after after appearing as a strong character in The Wire for three or four series, I can't remember which series he left in. Um, three. 
three. He he all is four. one of all four. He is definitely one of the ones that's gone on and been able to reinvent himself into a different character. Yeah. No one really uh, in this country. Used, yeah, American accent. A lot of people didn't realize he was a Brit. Probably. Well, that's it. But no one in this country will look at him and go, "Oh, that's the bloke out of the wire." They all look at him and go, "Luther now." Do you think any of those scenes? It was genuinely scaring. It was scary. It was a quick hour for me, Gory. even though this is the third time I've seen it. Did anybody feel uh, that it went too far? My mum couldn't watch the blender scene. She couldn't watch that. You know, yeah, even though I, we knew we weren't. Good. I watched it. I watched it with two friends, and and it was a it was a kind of girl, and the girl had to cover her, her face at several points during, especially during. The blender thing, even though you didn't see anything, you saw the, the guy approaching the blender. You don't Sorry? see anything. It's it's, no, it's clever television. You don't it's see the, It's the sort of you know what's ha what's coming and stuff, and you know. But yeah, for me, I that was the, sort of the most sort of um, you know physically challenging scene. I mean, I didn't get as jumpy as as you two did maybe at the beginning or at the end, but for me that was the sort of, oh, hang on a minute scene. That should come up. In fact, what the BBC announcer should do is now, he should say, now Luther's back, which some viewers, which some scenes viewers may find disturbing, and the occasional, oh, hang on a minute scene. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, do, do you, um, do you think, that it was nice to see Warren and, and Idris back together. They ma they made quite a uh, quite a good team. I've sort of forgotten how well they sort of bounce off each other because Warren well, has sort of come out of his his shell a bit with good cop and, and other things he's been doing. So I can't well, have I... forgotten. Sorry, can I go on now? Matt? Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> what what I said in one of my reviews was that um, it's almost playing out like a love story between them, if that makes sense. Um, in, a deep. in a sort of non-sexual way and I know this sort of you know he feels like he's uh, Justin feels like he's been betrayed by Luther almost with the you know the punch up at the end he, he's sort of coming round to um, what's what's her name the the, the woman Erin uh, uh, Gray Erin her sort of way of thinking um, and you know he, he almost, you know when he sees all the bloods and he goes to punch Luther, and Luther really doesn't know what, what's happened. Oh. Keep talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gary's checking his loft again. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, uh, but I, I, I like their, their interplay together, and I think it's going to be interesting where, where the rest of the series goes. I think maybe that's, the, that's where this, the police investigation storyline is the most intriguing as it is affecting the relationship between the two of them which is sort of you know he's gone through you know all all the other people in his life as you saw all the photos on that wall I like that, that bit. yeah and well, uh, did you understand the reference to all Luther's postcards I didn't yes that's his daughter um his daughter didn't his daughter, daughter yeah, didn't he have a daughter? I have seen the previous two wasn't, series. No, wasn't there, there was some... Isn't that Alice? I thought that was... No, sorry, no, it's not Alice. Daughter. Sorry, it's Alice. Alice was going round the... Left to go round the world. Sorry, my mistake. I, 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 I forgot I know who you're thinking of, Gary. You're thinking of the girl that he was looking after in series That's, two. Yes, yeah. I'm thinking... I reckon... 
We'll all club together and get Gary the Luther box set. (laughs) (laughs) I knew what I was talking about earlier. You just got the wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Just completely the wrong person. Yeah, Um, we were talking, Gary. We didn't know if you wanted to add anything to it before before you were cut off about how you felt um, Idris and Warren uh, were together this series. I'd forgotten how well they bounced off each other. What did you? I think because we've seen Warren Brown now on his own, you know, in Good Cop, um, how well he's been in that. I think we've forgotten how well he is playing this particular role. As you say, the, the, the scene at the end, the tension. And I, I must admit, I didn't really think that was coming. I didn't think that the, the, the tension had boiled up enough for him to, to smack Luther. Um, but I really liked it. Also worth mentioning something that I'd forgotten about about previous series. It's interesting. I love Luther so much, and I always, every day, I'm always thinking I should we really watch the series, and I will now, especially when this one's over. Just to make but sure. I you also get the main forgotten track. the um, the end tracks and how they do those brilliant. Oh yeah. Next time pieces, which is very similar yeah. to what they did in Good Cop, actually. Yes. Uh, mm. If you remember, but I'd sort of series. forgotten. There's several series that do it. I can't remember. There is another one as well. You are right with Good Cop, but there is. I think there's an American series that does it, but I can't think. Not what bothered, it. then. <laughs> Gary might um, I, I, I think I know what you mean, but I can't picture the show myself. But I know the style, that mm. that style of a different entrance, a different exit music, and that kind of, you know, interspersing with the next week bit. Um, what, it, what it also does, and um, Idris mentioned this at the screening, is that that last, the the end credit music is so up-tempo that it sort yeah. of wakes you up and you go, oh, something else is happening and there's a new Luther next week. Here's the li-. And they don't give away too much. You don't no. feel like you know what's going to happen. There's not it's a lot of different. dialogue in those next time. No. There's a lot of action. And, and there was the wonderful... They just have wonderful little tableau scenes, don't they, of that old guy get, get, trying to get up from his bed and you're thinking, what the heck's that got to do with it? Mm-hmm. And it builds that tension. I'm almost scared to ask this, and I don't want any spoilers on this podcast outside of the episode, but Matt is the only one of the trio to see the conclusion. Just sum it up for no. yourself without giving too much away. Were you were you excited by the, the conclusion of this episode? Just say yes or no to that. I can't really answer it, really. I no, I don't think it's fair, Luke. I can't say excited, really. Um, inter- interested, but again, yeah, I, I can't. You can't really say anything about it, really, because I mean, it goes. I suppose what I could say is it goes into the motivation. That's what I will say. It goes into the motivation right. of the killing. There you go. That's, that's enough for me. Well, that's it's a reven- it's a revenge killing, isn't it? Because he was caught um, in the act of a kill, and he's now trying to bump off those that caught oh. him. It's not, no, go, I won't say anything. Well, no, that was what was explained in this episode. What actually the real explanation is, obviously, we'll come to, but that's the police theory, it's isn't it? That... It's not the same guy who did it in the 70s. You do realise that. We oh, I do realise that, but that's what I'm saying. In this episode, that's what the police have come up with the idea of. Okay. So I'm following what's in this episode. I agree with you. I, I, don't, I don't believe it's the same guy, because obviously it's 30 One years ago and he doesn't podcast. look that young. One week on the podcast. One week on the podcast. We'll watch all the shows that Gary watches. No, but no, but they sat in the investigation room. I've just I watched. Know what the you mean. They sat in the investigation. Oh, leave it out. Okay, 
We'd love to hear your thoughts. You can get in touch with us via Twitter or uh, contacting us through the website. If you'd rather use Twitter, I'm never on it, but if you'd rather no, use, you it, use it, uh, I'm at Luke Custard TV. Matt is at Matt's TV Bites. And the uh, unfairly picked on throughout this podcast, Gary is. I was right all along. Sorry, <laughs> at the Gary. Thank you very much. I do have um, a few so... comments. Sorry, if I could just say there was a couple of people agreeing agreeing with the fact that it was too scary. A couple of people on Twitter already saying it was too scary. That kind of um, hid away the drama, you know, the, the serious drama side of it. Really? Can there yeah. be? Can there be a show on TV that makes you feel emotions like that? And can it can it be too scary? Yeah, I think they. I, there's a possibility that they may have gone slightly too far on this one. I know that Luther in the past has always been on that edge, but I, I don't know. I, I, the, I, the, I, the cyber interest was was fascinating. I mean, it reminded me of the Richard Bacon show that he did when he explored that whole area of cyberbullying. Did either of you ever see that? Blue Peter. No, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> not, not Blue no, Peter. it was called the, there was a um, special... the anti... No, it wasn't. I think it what was just called... What was the Facebook the, film called? Uh, the Social Network. Was it called it was the, the Social Network? The Anti-Social Network. The Anti-Social Network. Network. And it basically he investigated this whole idea of... Um, of, of well, and more so was this kind of hacking of dead people's sites mm-hmm. and this kind of glorifying of, of people who criticised people who started up, what did they call them? Uh, memorial pages. Yeah. They were memorial trolls, weren't they? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that was kind of very high, heavily looked at in this episode. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly didn't think it was as shocking and as out there as Series 2 was. Series 2, I found, was just completely over the top and balmy. I thought... This one had its moments, but wasn't as, you know, ludicrous, maybe, as Series 2. Does that make sense? Do you know what I I mean? I do, but but the ludicrous episodes for me were the last two of uh, of Series Series 2, with the hammer and the petrol station and stuff. So if the last two of this series can beat that, then, I mean... I don't know, where could it go? One thing we've learnt from three series of Luther now is we would not want to get on the wrong side of Neil Cross. No. Because no. as my mum said, as my mum said cross. several times... Yes, cross. <laughs> yeah. you certainly wouldn't. As my mum said several times throughout the episode tonight, how? what sort of a mind thinks of these things? Well, what sort of a mind? It, come on, all he's got to do is trial through a few police reports. There are, unfortunately, real-life cases out there that get that get reported out that, that are where, you know, you don't have to draw... He, he's not probably staying up all night thinking of ways to kill people. He is trawling through police files and case history. Not the show with Jason Isaac. Case history. DCI Gary's there. Yeah. DCI Gary... That was actually um... in the second episode. He's probably forgotten about that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Well, at least we know Gary would struggle to get under the bed. <laughs> it would have to be a big bed. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling quite bullied on this episode. Do we, does, the, does the website have a bullying and harassment policy? I just want to know. We don't have any HR, no. No? Oh, OK. Where do I make my grievance? Sadly for you, I am the HR department. Oh, well, OK. I won't bother and I don't see there's any case to answer. A bit, you're a bit like uh, Nev from the call centre in that respect, aren't I'm, you, Luke? I'm very maverick. Yeah, you think you're Napoleon as well. 
Is there anything that you? I mean, we've talked about um, the, the perhaps cliched side <laughs> of um, the investigation. I would say Is there one thing you didn't like about a the lack episode? a lack of female characters. Um, the two female oh, characters oh, yeah. very underdeveloped in this Under episode. Female characters, yeah, I would I would agree with you because I mean you had in the last series at least you had that bridge that sort of the bridging storyline. Yeah. Involved, you had like Pam Ferris in there, and you had well, I can't even say her name now. The one who's in Eastenders, Kristen Waring. Kristen yeah. Waring, there you go, her, and the one that Gary thought was Luther's daughter. Um, those sort of strong female characters. I mean, here you've got I suppose Erin would be your strong female character, but even she's like has to be backed up by this like gravelly voice. Exactly, talent. she's not got. Yeah. And then, and then the only other, the only background, letting things happen. And then you've got the Mary, the love interest, who's very sort of quirky and very. But we know, don't know anything about her. No, you exactly. know, I know the first episode, but we, you know, she she's barely involved. I know she obviously I that's a lot of storyline. She gets involved in the in the latter half of the series. Okay. More, I would I would I would uh, hazard to guess. I think her her relevance is is is, is uh, yet to be revealed. So, but she. I, I... I think as well, my only other criticism is that whole kind of, they really could have been, as I said before, they benefited from a previously on Luther flashback, um, you know, right at the beginning. Something that just, uh, or, or make the very first scene, that one in the dungeon, in that in that um, discarded warehouse, explaining all the people that had disappeared from Luther's life. Yeah, because I that, mean, that, I, that I, was, I, I didn't watch a lot of series one. So I, I I couldn't remember the the Stephen McIntosh thing, for example. I know that was pretty big. Uh, yeah, thing well, that was the major storyline throughout the whole of the first series, really. Yeah. And then the thing with his ex-wife, which you've now completely lost because you've also lost the Paul um, McGann. Uh, McGann character, who I thought might have shown up, but again, it would have been very difficult. He was in the second series, though, wasn't he? He was, yeah. He, he ended up playing eight. He ended up playing babysitter to that girl that we talked about. Yeah. And, all, and it was almost analysis. almost a friend of Luther's. You could almost say that was Luther's yeah, only friend. friends after his wife died, which was a bit weird. Yeah, uh, well... He could, know, he could still come connection. back, could old McGann. He could come back. And could. <laughs> he could. Matt really wants that to happen. I'm a big Paul McGann fan, what can I say? Uh, so yeah, that's our take on Luther series one, uh, series three, episode one. My apologies. Uh, this series continues next Tuesday on BBC One and BBC One HD at nine o'clock. You can catch up very soon on iPlayer. Matt said it's repeated, which it is. I just can't remember Sunday. what night, but it's on a Sunday. Sunday. That's right, Matt. Have a have another fondant. Uh, Sunday at ten twenty-five after the news. Uh, you can catch this if you missed it. However, if you've seen it. If you've not seen it, I think we painted a relatively good and spoilery picture. So sorry mm. for spoiling it if you haven't seen it. Yes, um, I, I suppose it's worth. Anyway, well, you did say right at the beginning that you know, can, like, you know, point out how good it is in terms of the the tension. You know, we could just do a podcast which was sort of twenty minutes of silence. So, but <laughs> yes, we could. People just would prefer reaching for the fondant cake. Uh, I could just eat for twenty minutes. Lobster. Um, also worth Great. mentioning, a date for your diary, the DVD is getting a quick release. It'll be out on the 5th of August, which is a Monday. And we'll be back for another Custard TV podcast where we talk about the best and the worst on TV, not just Luther. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Luke.
Thank you and apologies to Gary for any hurt feelings that were caused during today's I'll podcast. Put mine in writing and you can deal with it there. Fair <laughs> enough, you brought it all on yourself. Talk to my uh, lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know we're reenacting Silk. This is the best podcast we've ever done. Uh, we'll be back. It's the Casper TV podcast. By, <laughs> you can um, download this podcast from the website www.thecustardtv.com or if you'd rather you can get it via iTunes Ooh. and don't forget if you oh, go on I'd say if you do download us on iTunes a five star review goes a long way to helping cheers brilliant and also if you're a big Luther fan and you want to find out more about the backstory I was very lucky to get the opportunity to speak to Warren Brown uh, on the phone and get his thoughts which is on the site now uh, my interview with Warren is is, is is good even though I say it myself and you learn more <laughs> about his pet monkey as a child which is all I really wanted to ask him about. It's also in the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it's literally a monkey. Is that a bit, like, a... Is that a bit like Pauline Quirk's dog, Warren Brown's pet monkey? That's <laughs> they could do a spin-off series. <laughs> yeah, it's the Cast TV podcast. Thank you. Bye. 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 Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal.